What the heck is an avatar? I didn't really know, so I looked up the word's etymology. It's from the Sanskrit avatarana, primarily meaning the descent to the earth of an incarnate form of a deity. But the word has taken on a wider range of meanings. What does it mean in the context of CGI? In this episode, 2222, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG bros, will be explaining that when they answer the commonly asked question, how do I create an avatar of myself? On the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Welcome to the CG Insider Podcast. And if this is your first time to the podcast, a special welcome to you. If you're a regular listener, and you should be, it's great to see you again. In today's episode of the CG Insider, we'll be answering another great question submitted to our Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com by Laura S. from Aberdeen, Massachusetts. And Laura asks us, how do I create an avatar of myself? By the end of our discussion today, you'll not only know exactly what an avatar is, but also how avatars are used today in a multitude of online settings, as well as in the entertainment industry. Lastly, we'll explain how you can get started creating your own today. And be sure to stay till the end of the podcast, uh, because we'll also be reading some of your comments. Uh, And uh, I'm Bill Johnston, one of your hosts for this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And I'm Sean Johnston. And we are known the universe over as the CG Bros. So, bro, what is an avatar? Oh, an avatar, that's, uh, that's easy. It's a, it's a tall humanoid blue creature with bug eyes and long hair, indigenous no. to the planet Pandora. Uh, well, right? Yes, yes. Well, I, 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 this is, I think this is what an avatar is. Isn't this an Ooh, avatar? The airbender. I love that. That's great. Yeah, well, we, you know, we live in the age of the avatar these days. And if you haven't noticed, um, a lot of apps out there uh, and messenger services let you create an avatar. Um, as a matter of fact, just about every one, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you can create uh, emojis and uh, memojis, and uh, <laughs> most social platforms uh, give their users the ability to create their own uh, customizable avatar. And um, You know, it's, it's just a matter of time before we're all rocking around in the metaverse as avatars one day. But before we get there, uh, let's go ahead and take a few minutes to understand uh, where avatars came from and uh, what they really are and how they're transforming our society today. Well, uh, I, have a, I have an answer for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's actually a, it's a really a term that uh, means any graphical representation associated with, uh, associated with the user online. Uh, whether it's animated or not and whether it interacts or represents the user or not, it's kind of just a kind of like a little uh, a caricature of that person or somebody that that person wants to represent them personally. Um, yes. And, a, and, a, and the actual, you know, definition of avatar, the dictionary definition of avatar, or at least I'm going to give you a couple. Anyway. Hit me. Um, a God appearing on earth in bodily form. Ooh. Uh, the incarnation of a deity in human or animal form. You know, when I hear that, I, I think of the American Indians using totems and stuff like that. Right. Uh, the physical embodiment of an idea or concept, a personification. And if you if you guys watch uh, Joseph Josaris uh, and you know what a stand is, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for, for the folks in the know. Yes. And in 1784, though, did you know that it's uh, derived? I think that's the first representation of the word in Sanskrit, avatra meaning descent avatar uh it, it said it first first that's its first incarnation in the human experience of that like you said deity um i'm particularly what vishnu you didn't know that and did so you? these days an avatar is, is what a general generally a caricature it's not a it, or, or rather than a fo- you know realistic photo um 
it, it could be anything from as simple as, I guess, a cartoon to a bizarre fantasy figure, really. Um, yes, and, it can be a you know, two-dimensional. You can use real images, but it's usually not an image of yourself. You cut me off? <laughs> it could be a two-dimensional icon. Right? Oh, or sorry, could, sorry, I didn't even or hear it could you. be Please. 3D. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Oh, Jesus. Hey, it's all right. Go. <laughs> well, I was just... I, well, I don't know, Sean. I, I think basically it's, it's uh, you know... Uh, you know, avatars have been around for a while. It's not. It's not like they're anything new, but their use is is, is coming around and and in, uh, in new ways. Um, and you know, in the past, they were mostly developed for you know uses video games, as as you mentioned, and and was primarily used as a vessel for players to to fully immerse themselves into their fictional worlds. Um, and the, initially, the avatars were usually just viewed from uh, either the first person view or a third person view or a bird's eye kind of perspective. But these these days, um, you know, you, you can see avatars from a second person view, or, or one that faces you, or even all all the way around. Because these days, we're going into three D worlds with our avatars, so it has to. You know, we're seeing them from from all all angles. Uh, yes, so. AR VR, right? Yeah, uh, that's what you're seeing today. Uh, go back, going back to video games, which you mentioned. Well, actually, avatars basically stretch back. You know, like I said, 1784 is the first word, and then of course 1970s. You had your uh, video games uh, that started it. Well, I guess there's two guys at NASA. Um, Howard Palmer and Steve Coley invented a multiplayer game called Maze War. And that's where they use that, uh, that term as well. Um, they also, if you, go back to, if, if you go back to the 80s, that's when you really started to see that, that term. Um, there's actually a game called uh, Ultima IV. Um, and I believe that particular one, uh, Quest for the Avatar, uh, and it was actually made for the Apple II. And I actually have a picture of this. It's kind of interesting if you can pin me, bro, Bill. Um, look at this uh, old, old video game cover for this uh, game. And what's even crazier is if you look at the graphics, when I want to play this, the beginning of the game on the Apple II, uh, check this out. This is, this is crazy how, how uh, rudimentary everything was and how, how impressed we were back then just looking at this and just seeing it come onto the screen. Um, this is the, uh, I think, I don't even know if it had, I think it maybe had 16 colors, possibly. Um, I can't even remember that far back. But uh, look at all the uh, the pixelated graphics. So, so quaint and so cool. Well, people don't realize how hard it was just to do text credits on a computer or on a video screen back then. <laughs> Oh, I know, and have it have it scroll. Yeah, and sparkle yeah. and change color, and I mean, it's a miracle. <laughs> yeah, this this particular um, screen, it'll actually go into the game, and so you can see. Maybe it was eight color. I don't even know. It's uh, this is a picture right now of a of one of the uh, environments there with the tree, and then this is a, a kind of almost like a top kind of isometric view of of a, of a town, and it's a lot of it was. You know, you typed it in and you you did commands and it kind of took you through these little areas. But I don't know. I think, you know, I, I, I think back and this is just something I, stick, I was just thinking about right now was with, was the uh, the football game we had, the handheld football game we used to have. And it was just dots. And we played the heck out of that. Remember that? that was, oh, that was by Coleco. Yeah. I love that. It was so, so fun. But, uh, you know, today it's just uh, that's old. That's all boring to all the new the new generation, right? It's just, oh gosh, I can't even believe. I can't even watch a black and white film anymore. Well, a lot know, of video games were text-based, Sean. Yeah, you in, can unpin in the me beginning. too. Yeah. I know. Well, you know, human, and humans have evolved for thousands of years. You know, we, 
we communicate with one another face to face. We're used to seeing each other's face and talking and seeing each other's expressions and body language and stuff like that. So, you know, in the, you know, over the past 10 years, um, you know, where a lot of people are starting to work remotely and especially with the COVID, you know, that, that's kind of been a, been a paradigm shift for a, a lot of folks, but, um, you know, that, that face-to-face communication is, is gone. Um, so kind of in an attempt to simulate humanity over the last couple of years and, and kind of cultivate those connections again, um, you know, they've, they've really started to implement the use of, of uh, avatars um, to com- kind of compensate for that face-to-face uh, interaction. Yes, that and, it's, and it seems to be everywhere. It, it, uh, it's prolific. It's, uh, but just to back up real quick, you know, there's uh, Avatar Press publishes comic books, that, that term. Um, there's, I believe there's a Swedish death metal band and a professional wrestler that have do- adopted that, that actual moniker. Um, but the, 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 I think the real beginning of, of, of the use of a widespread Avatar, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, was probably around when Second Life came out in 2003. I think that's really when it started to take off. And then, of course, EverQuest video game, um, the massive multiplayer online game, and then, of course, uh, Star Wars Galaxy, which probably boosted that even to not just, um, you know, to a wider audience. And then, of course, um, you know, today, when you've got, uh, it's prolific, like I said, and, and it's everywhere, including not that we're using them, right? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, we're, do- we're exactly, we're doing the same, we're, we're, we've created these avatars, and we've talked a little bit about that in the past podcast, but... Uh, we're, we're using uh, Adobe uh, Character Animator to puppeteer our characters here for these podcasts. Right. And then, of course, The Sims Online is probably another one that uh, I think probably allowed players. I think that was actually the first um, game that actually allowed players to not only have their own avatars, but also to construct their own houses along with that and, and, and um, you know, live out a Sims Online type of uh, a life. I think it's just being so acceptable today to to live virtually online versus, you know, uh, facing all the the problems that we have today in the world. Yes, and they're they're actually conducting studies uh, into this area where they're they're comparing you know past text based messenger apps uh, to today's avatars, uh, and they're talking. They, there's a whole new area of of, of a psychology called co you know their study called uh, the study of co presence. Uh, have you ever heard of co-presence? Co-presence? No, I have Co-presence. Haven't. Yeah, it's it's well, it's it, they're they're saying that avatars uh, provide co-presence, which is the feeling of being like with another person, or or a sense of shared connection at the same point, same time. Kind of like if you're watching a Netflix movie at the same time as someone else, and you have your cameras looking at each other, and you're both experiencing the same thing at the same time. Kind of that feeling you get, right? Um, but uh, you know, and and let's face it. Uh, trying to get that feeling over text-based messenger it's it's like email it's 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 practically impossible um well and and that's been a problem ever since they've existed i think i think obviously social media uh, has exploded this entire thing um out of the water too i mean not just obviously from gaming to social media it's on every phone um i mean you you can have your emojis you can have um uh, animated emojis um you can now with certain apps, you can you can have uh, a character on your phone that's just kind of looking. At, you know, you're looking through your camera, and you you've got your Snapchats, and you got all these different things. In fact, I didn't even know there was such thing as a, a VTubing, um, which is basically short for virtual YouTuber, which we are, Bill. I don't know if you knew that, um, but it's it's a form of live streaming, sometimes uh, vlogging and streaming. 
mm-hmm. uh, where you, you use motion capture to control that, that 2D or like we're doing or a 3D virtual avatar instead of your real life face and body. So um, I, I love it, actually. I think, I think uh, it's, it's, uh, it's freeing in a lot of ways, too, because you don't get so self-conscious when you're on your camera. Because I, I tend to, during my daily thing, uh, daily uh, meetings, I think you probably are running in the same situation, but I won't speak for you. But for me, I'm constantly, for some reason, I'm always looking at myself when I'm, when I'm on the Zoom meetings or, or uh, team meetings. Uh, and it, and I'm, I'm looking whether or not my, my hair is right or, you know, it's, it, you know, I'm not vain, but I'm just looking at um, my face while I'm speaking. It's funny. It just, I, I don't know why, but that's what I do. And it's distracting. So I think with my avatar on, I, it, it, has, it, it allows me to focus a little bit on what other people are saying. That's a good point. I think, well, you know, I think that's, that's, that's true for a lot of people. I think due for, to, to, you know, various uh, reasons they they may or may not want to show their their per, you know whether they're uh, I don't know uh, you know didn't didn't shower this in this in the morning or you know aren't dressed dressed or something or they didn't do their hair like you like you said right or maybe you know they're just I think that it's just and like you said there's there, there's many reasons it's just that, that someone may not want to show their 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 regular self and there's people that just don't you know honestly with the amount of of, of uh, interaction that we do on these uh video platforms uh, these days you know that i sometimes you just want to be a, a you know you don't you just don't want to show yourself you know and there, there's a lot of people that feel i personally don't feel that way but there's a lot of people who just want to shy away from you know a lot of people looking at them because you know when you go into some of these group meetings everyone's looking at you you know like it's, it's interesting you know I, i'll sit in the meetings and i'll sit I'll, I'll, I'll start i'll just start looking at all the different people you know what are they doing? What their rooms look like? It's it is very distracting, honestly. It is. It is. And looking at their, like you said, the background of their uh, that they have. I, I like the idea of having the blur filter on. Um, that that helps a lot. Um, and then of course the in in Zoom you can actually touch up your appearance, which I think is really really nice to do. Gosh, when you're looking at some some people, sometimes you know you see all sorts of things that you that distract you. <laughs> so it's yeah, just yeah. really. It's uh, it's crazy, and now Instagram, Facebook, um, all messengers—they all now are starting to have these 3D avatars, including Zoom. Um, they're now having these little cute little um, cows and, and pigs and things like that. Now, I just saw it pop up, but uh, yeah, and that, that's that's also so, and the term avatar refers to, and I think you touched on it. You re, can also refer to your your profile picture in in any of your uh, you know any of your apps. Um, yes, that you know, the is image true. that represents you on that platform. That's your that's your avatar, and it could be your actual picture. Yes, and I, I think before that, in diet, when people were still using dial-up, I, I was reading somebody actually just drew a picture of themselves and scanned it, and just uploaded that, and that was their avatar. So yeah, I, it's uh, it's been around for a while. It's, I don't think it's going anywhere. Obviously, it's in popular culture everywhere. You, you see it every gosh everywhere. Yeah, well, it's obviously. I mean, they provide a lot of benefits that make. I mean, for, at least for me, they make the apps and the platforms that I'm using uh, more enjoyable to use. I agree. There, here's here's a really cool one. If you could pin me this, I I found this. And I I didn't even know. Maybe I passed over it. But there's a there's a uh, a YouTuber that's called. Um, her name is Amy uh, Yam, Yamamoto, I believe. Um, I I, I got to show you this this uh, this video. This is okay. really Yamato. Okay, here she is. So check this out. She actually puts herself as this this really nice, almost Pixar quality rendered character in to live um, environments with, and she's done this kind of clever thing where she's used this particular video on her uh, YouTube channel where she's got um, uh, Daniel Craig 
and different actors and actresses um, throughout this. Um, and she's talking to them. Uh, really, really well done. Kevin Hart, of course, in, in this particular one. But uh, the, the next one's really cool where um, she's actually talking. And what I love about this is the lighting that, that's in this. And the hair's working really well. Her eyes look very, very alive. Um, very beautiful. And then, of course, you can see subsca uh, subsurface scattering where the light goes into the skin. Yeah, definitely around area. the nose. Yeah, very effective. It's really beautiful. So check out this this next one where she's talking with uh, Keanu Reeves. And, and at, the, at the very end of this, uh, these are all obviously movies that... Uh, oh, I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Keanu Reeves. Movie. That's not the one where he gets tied up later, is it? I think it is. Oh, yeah. I see. I never wanted to see that. I, I, yeah. I'm, it's not a good movie. No, I didn't think so. That's when somebody <laughs> comes to his door or something. Yeah. But look at the shadow shading on her face. That's just no. They're doing a great job. Look at that foreground depth of blur on her. And and she's uh, I, she has to be obviously she's a VFX artist or um, you know is in in 3D in some respect. But she does some really really cool compositing at the end of this. I mean, look at that. That's <laughs> really really well done. And the very very end of this. When he, he grabs her phone instead of the bullets, I think that was really well done too. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, she's got to be a VFX artist of some kind. But uh, she only does a YouTube um, videos whenever she feels like it, so it's kind of neat. Um, and then this really kind of neat thing that she did at the very end of her her video where Tom Cruise is revealed. Anyway, I want to show you that. That's kind of cool. You can. Yeah, I think being able to customize your own avatar is pretty important to most people. Um, even down to picking the, the skin tone color, the right skin tone color for your, your thumbs up hand these days. Right. But uh, there have been a lot of studies that, that actually show that the more closely an avatar resembles its user, uh, the more the user is likely to have a positive attitude uh, toward the avatar. And that means that they're going to use it more and, and engage with it more and, and you know, uh, be happy with it. So, yeah, I agree. I, I think a, a lot of, um, probably in the future, I think there'll probably be a lot of. Um, avatars that will be very similar to what uh, Amy's, the quality that Amy's putting out in, in real time. I, I see that as the future for this stuff. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I agree. I agree. And I think people have, uh, the more they get familiar with avatars, creating them, using them, customizing them, uh, the more that they're going to fall in love with them. Uh, I think, uh, I think the more passion uh, that people have towards their avatars, the more they bring, t you know, with them into the, to wherever it is they're going. So, well, there's a I lot of pretty, pretty, pretty cool thing. Yeah. The, the, and there's a lot of other things too. The, when they have, they're making their avatars, a lot of these can, they can bring eventually into their own, into, into the gaming space as well. So they can bring their own avatars into the game, just like you would in a, in a normal game when you are um, customizing your character, like you said, with uh, facial hair or, um, you know, your, your clothing and things like that. There's a, there's a there's some software here. Um, if you don't mind me going into this is like a personal 3D avatar creator. This is one uh, website. There's so many out there currently that you can create your own avatars very very easily. Um, in fact, one of the websites I went to, you could actually uh, go right on it, and uh, I believe it's called. Um, let's see, it's not. This particular one is called um, uh, Wolf 3D. And there's another one where you can actually go on there and I believe uh, right there, it'll ask you to upload a picture of your face and it'll try and match you with a 3D avatar and, you, and then you can go in, into the customization. So you can get right into it and then you can download it. You can rig it. You can bring it into any 3D package you want to and, um, 
and um, and, and play around with it and just start. That's using really it. cool, and it really depends on what type of character you want to create too. I mean, when you said it's easy to create, you know, it's not like you just throw in a uh, push the make make me make avatar button. I mean, it's it's a little more involved than that, I think. And if it was easy, everyone would be would be you know really doing it. And you know, people have asked us why we haven't created our own three D avatars and. Uh, it's, it's, it's complicated. It takes time. It's not, it's not quick and easy, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not, it just depends on what you need your character to do. Well, it depends on how accurate you want it to be to your actual face. Exactly. So that's the th you can get a kind of a, a, a general representation of your, of your features and your, and the color of your eyes and hair, but does it look like you? Maybe, maybe not. You're right. You have to spend well, a little bit a more time doing it. Yeah, here's a here's a, uh, some software that uh, a couple guys uh, made, which actually will change an image, uh, any image, into a quote Pixar version of yourself, uh, Pixar avatar, if you will. This is Hayao Miyazaki. Uh, some of them kind of cross a little bit into the uncanny valley. Uh, here's Chadwick Boseman. Uh, pretty pretty cool uh, when you think about what it's actually doing. Um, this one is pretty pretty nice. I like this Kate Mulgrew from Star Trek. Yeah, they, I think on Two Minute Papers they had something about AI actually generating um, Pixar faces from uh, real human-faced uh, faces, images, mm -hmm. photos. Tim Allen, pretty cool. Anyway, it's uh, some of them are, this is the best one I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she really comes you... through. I mean, I would I would recognize her character in, in, as a Pixar character uh, anytime. Well, if you didn't want to go 3D, then you could also go. Um, 2D. So this particular uh, software called VUP, it's, it's made by a Japanese company. And this particular one, you actually can have a almost a 2D anime avatar um, uh, and, it's, and a 3D avatar that's anime. So they kind of specialize in avatars that are anime looking. Um, and you can, you can download this. I believe they have a, a free version. Um, and then... Uh, it's uh, you can stream live um, with this with this app and you can customize it and uh, it's really neat because it does voice capture it does facial capture it'll synchronize your eyes your eyebrows um, obviously your facial expressions in real time it's uh, pretty neat that what it can do cool and not to not to uh, leave out iClone Seven character creator that's a, uh, that's a pretty nice tool as well worth definitely that's worth beautiful. Yeah, it's, and of course, any three D animation, any three D animation package can can create three D characters. You just have to have the the skills to do that. Well, there's also another one. I don't I don't want to um, forget to suck is, is animes. I do like animes. Animes is really cool. You they have a if you go there, you can download it on Steam, and you can go right into it, and um, it's really pretty good at tracking. Um, there's I believe there's a there's a way of of using it where it's more accurate with your mouth shapes. Yeah, I did um, notice that there were some mouth mouth issues, but uh, I'm sure you can improve on that. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at all the characters, the characters are really, uh, really cool looking, you know? It's, in fact, they've actually done another, they've got a bunch that you can, you can use. Um, you have to pay a little bit of money to use them. Um, there are some free ones you can go right off the, right off the bat um, when you get there. And then there's some that you can, from uh, Team Fortress 2, which is kind of neat. This is another video that they show where um, they've got characters from Team Fortress 2, uh, and they are hooked up in the anime's uh, program, and you can use those as well, which is, and it's really, really cool. This is, I mean, look at this. This is, this is kind of in its infancy, really. You just look where this is going to go in the future. It's going to be incredible.
You know, it's interesting to think about um, and try to understand how people will connect with each other uh, in the future virtually and you know, what does the future of online self-representation uh, look like? Uh, we'd like to know what you think. Let us know in the comment section below. Um, looks like it's time to jump into the mailbag, Sean. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. Sounds good uh, to me. Go for it. All right, I will. Uh, our first uh, mailbag uh, item is from Maxime uh, Tibbergayan. Sorry if I'm butchering <laughs> your name, Maxime. Uh, the way you are promoting various short films online, plus the community you have created, I think you are really important in the short film industry. Short films are too hard to find today online. Well, Maxime, uh, thank you so much for that. We, we pride ourselves on, on showing the best of the best and, and promoting uh, new media producers who create uh, the short films uh, that we watch today. And I uh, really appreciate your comment. Thank you. Yeah, you just now you can just come to our YouTube channel and watch um, short films and uh, don't have to look too too hard. It's right there. You don't have to go anywhere channel. else. That's, That's right. right. Okay, this one's from uh, Harry Kirby. It always helps send a little extra traffic our way as well as giving us great feedback from the VFX and animation community. So being on our channel, I mean, that's that's great, Harry. I'm glad it's pouring traffic towards you uh, as well. And uh, getting great feedback is a, is a fantastic thing, wouldn't you say, Bill? Well, yeah, the people don't like to be surrounded by yes men and like, like to know if they've really got what it takes to succeed. And I think uh, new media producers or any artist for that matter really wants to know if what they're doing is good. And, and feedback is the way to find that out. Yes. The last comment is from Lizzie uh, Herreral. Uh, she says, uh, Lizzie says, I don't know if it's a she, but Lizzie says, I get inspired by others when I see new demo reels or short films on your channel. Well, that's the other reason why we started our channel is to be an inspiration to other artists uh, around the world uh, as well. So uh, thank you, Lizzie, for that comment. Yeah, those demo reels are, are great uh, to look and, and, and aspire to make your own for sure. Well, we want to thank you again for being part of our podcast today. And we want you to know that we uh, do them just for you. And uh, Sean and I had a great time answering Laura's question today. How do I create an avatar of myself? And we hope that you enjoyed our conversation and had a little bit of fun, as well as learned something that you didn't know along the way. And if you did, uh, please let us know by sharing it with some of your friends, uh, as well as click on that like button because it really helps our channel. Uh, it helps YouTube find other people just like you who are interested in CGI and VFX-related stuff as well. By the way, if you've got a subject you'd like us to discuss in one of our podcasts, let us know about it by going to our website at thecgbros.com to the About Us tab and then on the Ask Us Anything drop down, just like Laura did. We're always looking to improve our podcast and would like to know what you think. Please leave us a comment below. And if you do, no guarantees. We may even read it during one of our future podcasts. Yes, and just in case you didn't know, uh, we bring you a new Cutting Edge edition of the CG Insider podcast right here every week, where Sean and I discuss things having to do with computer graphics, CGI animation, digital VFX, as well as other related and interesting topics. Uh, also, be sure to check out our CG Bros YouTube channel for your front row seat for some amazing state-of-the-art CGI short film entertainment. Uh, it's created by some of the most talented new media producers and VFX studios out there today, as well as some uh, revealing VFX breakdowns and some behind the scenes and making ofs that you'll find quite interesting. We're looking forward to seeing you here again for next week's podcast, where we'll be answering another fan question. How is CGI used to create blood and gore? Ooh. Oh, gross. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, that is good. That's probably one of my favorite uses of CGI. You're sick. See you next week.
Well, that's it for today. We sure hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, how do I create an avatar of myself? Thanks for being with us. If you watched us on YouTube and you enjoyed the experience, please give us a thumbs up. Be sure to leave a comment too, because we might share it on a future podcast and give you a personal shout out by name. Also, please share the video with your friends on social media. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free and ring the bell so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. If you're listening to us on our audio-only version, please leave a comment. Oh, and uh, don't forget to tell all your friends that they too can enjoy the audio-only version on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, Samsung Podcast, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. Here's a free bonus. If you'd like even more insider information delivered right to your inbox, subscribe to our free CG Insider monthly newsletter. Go to our website, thecgpros.com, and sign up. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, how is CGI used to create blood and gore? This has been episode 2222 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.